Hey mama, welcome back to follow your gut with me, Sarah Bennett, founder of only organics. As a mama to four, I've gone through the ups and downs of sleepless nights, undiagnosed symptoms, gotten the complete runaround from the medical system, and I've found a different way. No more waiting out your child's symptoms, endlessly Googling in the middle of the night and feeling lost and alone in your family's wellness. This podcast will empower you to take leadership of your family's wellness so your family can experience that deep level of health and happiness you so greatly deserve. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode 37, my top 12 tips for raising healthy eaters. This episode feels especially relevant as we emerge from the holiday season and all of the goodness that comes along with it. The exceptional meals and sweet treats, the change in family and daily rhythms, and all in all, everyone I've talked to this week feels exactly as I do. So grateful for that slow and special time of year, but so darn excited to jump back into regular life. Culturally, there is a lot of pressure to set goals for the new year. As we jump into this episode, I would like to reframe the idea of setting goals and instead focus on identifying and cultivating habits that align with your values and long-term vision for yourself and your family. This allows you to make progress toward your aspirations in a sustainable way rather than trying to achieve everything at once and potentially feeling overwhelmed and discouraged. Additionally, by focusing on building good habits, you can often achieve your larger goals naturally as a byproduct of consistently working toward them. I would like to give you permission to set the pressure of hefty goals aside and sink into cultivating healthy habits. Your natural instinct as a mama is to nourish your children. Even beyond your breastfeeding years, that maternal instinct never goes away and it should be embraced. By being intentional about teaching your children healthy eating habits, you can nurture their natural desire to make nutritious food choices. Embrace your maternal instinct and empower your children to make healthy choices. This could be a beautiful habit to commit to cultivating in 2023. In this episode, I'm going to share some tips for promoting healthy choices as a family and provide practical strategies for implementing them into your daily life. First, we're going to talk about ways to encourage healthy habits in your family, and then I'll share some actionable steps you can take to make those habits a reality. We're going to cover a lot today, and I want you to get the absolute most out of this. So I've created a free PDF download for you so that you can save all of these tips to your phone for quick and easy reference anytime you need. You can go ahead and grab that in the show notes now or after the episode. We are all here to learn more about how to support and promote gut health and balance. One crucial aspect of living a gut healthy lifestyle is making healthy eating habits a consistent part of our rhythm. By creating a habit of nourishing your family's bodies with wholesome, nutritious foods, you can support the overall health and well-being of your gut health and therefore your whole body. But a lot of times this can feel really overwhelming and defeating. 
I'm so excited to share my top 12 tips with you today. Number one, go with the natural law of out of sight, out of mind. To promote healthy eating in my family, I keep packaged snacks for special occasions or emergencies and instead have a variety of washed fruits and vegetables and like simple rice crackers available for my children to choose from as a snack anytime they want. We keep a lot of delicious dips in the fridge that they can grab anytime, such as hummus, peanut butter, cashew dip, guacamole. We love dip. By keeping unhealthy options out of sight, my children are more likely to make healthy choices. And of course, it does take some effort on my part to make sure that unhealthy snacks are not present in our home. It ultimately makes mothering so much easier because my children know what is available and it helps them develop healthy eating habits. Number two, make mealtime fun. Invite your children to help with meal planning and join you in the kitchen to make messes, memories, and meals that everyone will enjoy. Research has shown that children are much more likely to enjoy foods they have helped prepare. This can be a great opportunity to bond with your children and teach them the joy of cooking and eating healthy. You can find Pinterest photos of elaborate snacks and meals with vegetables cut like rainbows and dinosaurs. And while all of them are beautiful ideas and they look so fun, you can keep it simple. Your children want to be like you. Keep it simple and invite them into the kitchen the way you enter and enjoy the kitchen. No big whoop extravagant preparation needed. Just be you. Number three, be a good role model. Children are more likely to eat healthy foods if they see their parents and other adults doing so. Make sure to include healthy options in your own diet. Your children are always watching and studying you because again, they want to be just like you. This can feel like a lot of pressure or it can be a wonderful opportunity. And I invite you to see it as the latter. Motherhood is the most beautiful opportunity to become our best selves. Number four, use language that promotes positivity. In our family, we focus on cultivating a healthy relationship with our bodies and minds through nourishing habits. One way we do this is by using language that promotes this relationship rather than labeling food as good or bad. Instead, we refer to foods as growing foods or not growing foods, which helps us focus on the positive aspects of nourishment rather than negative judgments. This approach can be helpful as a way to encourage a positive and supportive attitude toward food and nutrition in your family. Number five, teach the habit of eating when you are hungry and finishing a meal when you are full. Don't create hard set rules. Simply tune in with what your body wants and needs and let your body be your guide. This will cultivate a healthy relationship with food. Of course, you will need to set boundaries and expectations as children oftentimes want to play and run around during mealtime and confuse this desire with not being hungry or being full. In our family, we have a rule that you can be done whenever you are full, but everyone stays at the table until everyone is finished. Number six, don't force it. 
If a child refuses to eat a particular food, don't insist that they eat it. A helpful rule that we have in our family is that you must try something before you decide you don't like it. But once you try it, and if you genuinely don't like it, you don't have to eat it. For me, I put those foods on my mental mama list to try offering again at a later time. It can take up to 12 exposures for taste buds to adapt and learn to like certain foods. Eventually, your child's taste buds may come around. It's all about patience and persistence. But the rule, you have to try it before you decide, is a really helpful one in our home. Number seven, always be prepared. It's important to always be prepared when it comes to food. By carrying snacks with you and planning ahead, you can avoid the temptation to make unhealthy food choices out of convenience. After I share these tips with you, I will share some weekly habits that can help you feel prepared. Number eight, be really mindful about sugar. There are many foods that can be high in hidden sugars. Some common sources of sneaky sugars include packaged snacks, such as granola bars, fruit snacks, and crackers, condiments, such as barbecue sauce, ketchup, and salad dressings, flavored yogurts. Some of these have up to 50 grams of added sugar, flavored oatmeal and breakfast cereals, fruit juices and smoothies, sports drinks and energy drinks, and of course, bakery items such as muffins, croissants, and donuts. It's important to read ingredient lists carefully to identify sources of hidden sugars in the foods that you offer your child. Some ingredients to look out for include high fructose corn syrup, cane sugar, sugar, and corn sweetener. Keep in mind that foods that are naturally high in sugar, such as fruit, do not fall into this category. Fresh fruit is a wonderful option to keep on hand and offer in abundance, but it's important to be mindful about hidden sugars. If your child is consuming a lot of hidden sugars, it's going to be really hard for them to crave healthy, nourishing, growing foods because that sugar is feeding the bad bacteria and yeast in their gut and their gut is communicating with their brain. That bad bacteria is communicating saying, give me more sugar, give me more sugar, give me more sugar. And they are going to naturally need to grab those foods that are high in sugar to satisfy the message in their brain. A way to get out of this is to keep abundant amount of fruit available to your child. This is only going to take a couple days to make this transition but you can satisfy their brain by offering a lot of fresh fruit while starving that bad bacteria in their gut by not giving it all of that processed refined sugar. Number nine, make mealtime a family activity. Eating together as a family can help promote healthy eating habits. Make mealtime a special time for everyone to sit down and enjoy a healthy meal together. Number 10, Take a moment to check in with yourself. Do you find yourself feeling resistant to making healthy food choices for your children? If so, it's important to recognize that your mindset plays a critical role in the success of your efforts. If you worry that your children will never eat healthy, you may be projecting your fears onto them, which can create resistance and make the process more challenging. Instead, 
Try to adopt a positive mindset and believe that eating healthy is important and achievable with commitment. And you've got to know it and believe it that it's worth it. This can help you approach the task with more confidence and enthusiasm, which can make it easier to encourage healthy habits in your children. Number 11, after you create your weekly menu plan and shopping list with your children, go shopping solo. If this isn't possible for you, embrace Instacart or ask your partner to do the shopping and to please only purchase what is on the list. This leaves less room for those tempting, unhealthy snacks to make their way into your home. Number 12, always offer growing foods first. So I will always fill my children's plate with vegetables and fruits and fresh growing foods. You know, so take lunch, for example. We will, I will make a pile of fruit and vegetables on their plate with hummus and peanut butter and whatever dips we have to dip in. Once that food is gone, if they are still hungry, then I will make a rice cake or I will offer some crackers or chips that they can dip in the dips if they desire. But fill your children's bodies with growing food first and then offer other foods. Oh gosh, I have one more. Here is my bonus tip. Number 13, embrace the concept of balance and try not to strive for perfectionism. It's okay to indulge in foods that are not necessarily the most nourishing from time to time. Life is all about finding balance and it's important to prioritize what matters most to you. In this case, honoring your maternal instincts and nurturing healthy habits with food is a top priority. However, it's also important to leave room for indulgence and not put too much pressure on yourself or your family to be perfect. Remember that progress, not perfectionism, is the key to success. Now I'm going to share a few practical strategies or weekly habits that will help you feel prepared. We already addressed some of these in the tips, but I will emphasize them here as they all go hand in hand. It's helpful to keep things simple. While it can be fun to experiment with new recipes, it's important to find a few reliable options for breakfast, lunch, and snacks to fall back on until you feel comfortable with your new habits. Using simple dinner recipes from my cookbook and rotating through them every few days can also be a helpful strategy. I'm going to attach a link to my cookbook in the show notes for you if you desire to check it out. It is full of every option you could ever need. So many breakfast, snacks, dips, dressings, all of it is included in there and they are child approved around the globe. Okay, here is habit number one, meal plan. We went over this in one of the tips, but I cannot emphasize the importance of this step enough. Take some time to plan out your meals for the week and make a grocery list based on this plan. This will help you stay organized and ensure that you have the ingredients you need to make and offer healthy meals and snacks. Number two, stock your kitchen. Keep your pantry and fridge stocked with a variety of bulk and fresh foods. 
This will give you the flexibility to make any recipe and ensure that you always have healthy options on hand. Number three, meal prep. Set aside a little bit of time each week to prep your meals in advance. This can include cooking grains, washing and chopping produce, and soaking nuts and seeds. By doing this, you'll be able to quickly assemble meals when you are short on time. Okay, this was a lot. Again, you can grab the free accompanying PDF so that you can save all of these tips to your phone for quick and easy reference anytime you need. It's available in the show notes. Thanks for spending all this time with me. I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Before you go, something you should know is that everything I share on this show is also applicable to you, not just your child. And did you know I started Only Organics as a way to create and share the absolute best quality supplements and products that support gut balance? Shop onlyorganics.com. That's www.onleorganics.com. Lastly, I always want to be very transparent that I am not a doctor, nutritionist, or dietitian. I'm a certified family health coach, and most importantly, a mama with a passion sharing my story and the products and practices that have brought abundant health and happiness to my own family. Please always listen to your own inner voice of wisdom and your healthcare professional. I'll see you next time.